0: We're doing Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, this is another one of those movies we did, um, Perks of Being a Wallflower, a uh, couple, like a week ago, two weeks ago or something. This is another one of those movies that's been sitting on my shelf for years, because I got it, and I was like, I gotta see this. It's by a director I really like, and a bunch of actors I like, and it's got a bunch of awards, and it's very popular. It's a Philadelphia-based movie, which is where we live, and I just keep not watching it. So, glad I finally got around to watching it. Uh, Jess, and I think you also wanted to see this at some point, but... Uh, just- Kinda of never got around.
1: Yeah, kinda of the same story. I think I watched the first five minutes like three or four different times. Um and it I've just I gotten distracted or I haven't finished the entire yeah, oh, the same, so, same thing. Yeah, we've all, so we've all had <laughs> So I to guess we're, we're all like, on the same page.
0: We're, we've all been trying to watch this for it's yeah, it's it's a it's a spiritual follow-up to Perks of Being a Wallflower. So, Silver server-language playbook. After a stint in a mental institution, former teacher Pat Solitana, Solitano moves back in with his parents and tries to reconcile with his ex-wife. Things get more challenging when Pat meets Tiffany, a mysterious girl with problems of her own. Yes. Uh, and all kinds of stuff with the plot to go along with that. So this stars a whole whole mess of people. Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence are our leads. Robert De Niro, Jackie Weaver are the parents of of Pat. uh Anupam Care is Dr. Cliff Patel. Chris Tucker making his comeback with uh, playing Danny, good friend of Pat's. Uh, Julia Stiles, Shia Wiggum, John Ortiz, and several others appear as well. Um, and this is by director David O. Russell, who I've seen many, many, many of his films. He's done, uh, American Hustle, uh, he did The Fighter, he did I Heart Huckabees, and, uh, was, uh but he's done a lot of movies that, uh, are pretty popular critically, and, uh, just, just, Interesting family kind of drama stuff, so yeah, if you have not seen Silver Linings Playbook, not only is it on my, my shelf here, but if you don't have access to that, it's also on Netflix, so go check it out if you have any interest. We're going to spoil it now. We rate things here at Films with Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. So after eight months of treatment in a mental facility for bipolar disorder, Pat is released from the hospital in care of his mother and father. Uh, They live in their childhood home in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania, which is just outside Philadelphia. Uh, And his main focus uh, is to try to reconcile with his ex-wife, Nikki. He's very obsessed with that. Very obsessed with that. Uh, She has a restraining order against him after Pat found uh, her cheating... You know, back when he was first institutionalized and beat the crap out of the guy she was cheating on him with, uh, which sent him to the hospital in the first place. Uh, And he is set up on a date kind of unbeknownst to him with his friend, uh, his friend Ronnie and his Ronnie's wife, Veronica. They set her up with uh, Veronica's sister, Tiffany, who is Jennifer Lawrence's character. And um, they are both kind of mentally ill people. So they have to they kind of uh, go back and forth with this uh, forced relationship. Uh, while they uh they try to work through their problems, and then all the other characters like uh, all all these characters have problems. Ronnie and Ronnie's wife Veronica have a bad marriage. Uh, the dad, uh, uh, Patrizia Senior, who's Robert De Niro's character, is a horrible gambler with OCD. Um, you know, (laughs) just just oh, their friend Danny, Chris Tucker's character, is constantly breaking out of the place and then getting sent back <laughs> um, there's just uh, a lot of people he's, with a lot of problems
2: he's tra- tra- traveling from Baltimore to Philly quite often yes
0: the the, the yeah it's Baltimore is the facility but they uh, he keeps making his way to Philly to go hang out with his buddies so uh, the whole the whole plot of the movie though revolves around betting on the Philadelphia Eagles as well as a dance competition that Tiffany is going to or is being entered in with with uh, with Pat. So there's uh, the broadest strokes of the plot. It's obviously much more rich than that based on these characters. I'll start with you, Nicole, today. What, uh, what do you think of this plot?
2: Yeah, I, I think this is a really interesting plot here. Um, I always like seeing Bradley Cooper. I think that he's a really excellent actor. He can f- fit into a lot of different uh, characters. And, you know, the, the way that he acts in this really drives this movie with such a force um that it makes it very enjoyable to watch um you know i'm constantly back and forth in my mind while I'm watching this of if i feel for him or if i think he's just crazy beyond help or you know what where do i think that he's going to end up and that's what i think is done so well in this um really having us feel sympathy for him but at the same time just wanting to shake him and be like you need to Uh, snap out of it honestly but I too was always interested in seeing this because you know as we said we're from that area Philadelphia area and you know it's always fun to see a a hometown style movie yeah a lot Um, of recognizable
0: landmarks and places in this for people who live around yeah
2: but if you know moving past that there's still so much to this movie that you know you don't have to be like an eagles fan to enjoy it you can really see what the whole idea of mental illness and family life and you know a lot of issues are brought up in this movie uh so i think that it's really a good watch for so many different people um i i think i'm actually going to give the plot a four mm, what do you think jess
1: I agree with Nicole. I thought this was really enjoyable and um, for the same reasons she did. I didn't realize that this was a Philadelphia movie and that makes so much sense for why I always heard it on the radio where they're giving away tickets <laughs> to see this movie and I'm like, okay, yeah. that that's why it's it's a it's a hometown movie. So that made it even more enjoyable watching it. Like you said, watching them at the Eagle's tailgate, we're like, oh, like that's something we do. Well, maybe mm-hmm. not this year, but every other year, it's something sure, that we always yeah. do. So I I thought what I like the most and what is most unique is the humor. Something about like the dynamic or the language or the back and forth is just, it's so funny. And it's different for me because it's not like the funny I usually like, but it's, it's so, I can't explain what it is. Maybe you guys have better words for it, Mm -hmm. but just the humor is so different. Like Jennifer Lawrence always chasing Bradley Cooper, like running everywhere and just the little banter um, I thought was hilarious. I'm sorry to cut you off,
2: but just on that point, I think that a lot of people would like the humor, especially from this area, because it's so reminiscent of how, like, f- Philadelphia suburb Italian families act, that, you know, I <laughs> yeah, think this people family, really like I've seen, that. I've other seen people <laughs> probably don't get the, yeah, other people probably don't get the humor as much, so um, I think that's why we enjoy it, and other people would be like, God, these people are annoying, you know? <laughs>
1: And what better than an Italian suburban family than uh, Robert De Niro? So.
0: <laughs> He's a good choice for the father. yeah.
1: I think my, my favorite part are the characters, which we'll talk about more um, in the next topic. But the plot was solid. Although I'm going to guess Brennan. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to like it, but it was very predictable. So that's, I think, maybe something that you wouldn't enjoy about it. I'm just going to say it before you say anything.
0: Yeah, um, this is... A- I think the I really enjoyed this. I like all his his movies are he writes and directs them. He's kind of like a a softer, more like crowd pleasing and like relatable uh, Noah Baumbach, who we did two of his movies, which is Marriage Story and Squid in the Whale. Also family mm-hmm. dramas, but his the writing is similarly funny, but his characters and situations are much more soft and like you can like these people they're a lot easier. Relatable. Yeah, they're not so prickly and and awful. These people well problems they all have their own problems they're much yeah more relatable more likable but I feel like the writing and the humor is kind of similar so if you like that style this is a much more palatable version of that and I think that that holds true for most of his movies I I like his humor if we're going to talk about plot though um, it does take a while to focus Um, and even when it focuses I don't it's 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 very uh, like flowy with the characters I think Jess is right the characters are going to be a much more fun talk Part to talk about this, so I think we, I'm able to always tell what's going on, which is important. And um, I I am invested because I'm an Eagles fan, uh, and I like the the ending has a uh, ties to another movie that I really like called Strictly Ballroom, but that's a thing for another time. Um, but it's a <laughs> uh, it's a good, albeit kind of loose and slow to get moving plot. So I'm not like a three five, uh, a little little bit lower on the plot, but that's uh, that's not to take away from these characters. What what the fuck? These characters. I, I mean. What a fun but! What a fun batch of characters, uh, <laughs> Jess. What do you think of these characters?
1: Uh, I'm gonna have to give the characters a solid cinco. I yeah. I thought they were <laughs> so good, and each individual personality they chose the right person to play it. Um, I think this is one of Jennifer Lawrence's first big films. I think she only did the Hunger Games before this. This might yeah, have been pretty like much. her. Yeah, so this was kind of her stepping into stardom, and she did such a good job, and I'm sure, like, after this movie, she had her name, and that's when she her career really started. Um, her and Brad, Bradley Cooper, like Nicole said, can really play any character very well, but them together was just so good, and you would never even imagine that. Before even watching this movie, I I didn't realize Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence would have a little romance here, and I'd be like, they're really? Like, I... I can't see it, but then when you see it here, it's so true. Um, they are two pieces in a puzzle. They are both crazy, but just a perfect like amount of crazy to tolerate each other and um, mm-hmm. to not get into each other's skins. So I, I like both of them. Robert De Niro might have been my favorite character. Um, <laughs> he was just so good, and I feel like he was just playing his authentic self. I think if you go to his house, that that really is what he does ah. and what he's like. <laughs> and the two friends, uh, what's her name, Veronica? Uh,
0: Veronica I mean? and uh, Ronnie are uh, John Ortiz and Julia Stiles. They're the like the family friends. Oh, yeah.
1: Julia Stiles. She didn't really have a big part, so I I didn't really care about her. The husband, though, I. I liked how he hated his marriage. That that was the best part.
0: <laughs> I like how everything was fine, and then he starts talking, and it just gets worse for gross He's like, "Yeah, I just have to go to the garage and just beat the shit out of everything." It's just, it's, it's my therapy, you know. Like he just he, he seems fine, and then as soon as he starts talking uh, alone with Pat, he's like he just cr- crumbles into how, how unhappy he really is.
1: <laughs> I know um, it's it's so funny, but yeah, I think they're they're purely great.
0: What do you think, Nicole?
1: I have to just give. Props
2: to like the writing of this as well as the acting of in this, um, because everything is so organic. It all feels just like this is like a like true life. Like when somebody comes out of. mental institution and now they're in rehab you know uh, of trying to resort back into normalcy and everything like that people around you don't know how to act around you they don't know how to keep you in line and any little thing could be a trigger and that's what this movie really shows is that you know his parents obviously love him very much but they have to find the balance of okay my son is bipolar he's trying to get his, his life back together he's having these outbursts We need to figure out how to keep him safe and understand what he's going through still. And, you know, that the way that they do that is so good. Like, it just feels so real and so true to life that, you know, how the characters all present themselves in this. We all don't know what we're doing. Bradley Cooper doesn't know what he's doing. And his parents and his friends don't know what they're doing. But we all have to work together. And that really is the biggest message I'm getting out of this movie. And just, this is, lo- this is real life. This is how people struggle once they get out of somewhere like a mental in- institution. And you know, him having th- these issues and Tiffany having these issues. I I just can't harp on it enough. Like the- these two people finding a balance. Yeah. They're going to act crazy sometimes. And, They're going to have a weird relationship. It's going to be two people that were hurting and now they're trying to come together to balance each other out and to make it comfortable the way that they, that, that these two characters are is so wonderful. Like I just really love the relationship of them. It's not going to be good all the time. They're going to scream at each other and, going to have to try to keep themselves reeled back in so that they can make it work after these horrible things that have happened to them. So, I I think it's such an amazing job the way that they wrote those two main characters and how they wrote the supporting actors actors too of, you know, the the whole grand scheme of things. So, I have to give it a 5 as well. I love everything that happens from the beginning with his Uh, with um, Danny escaping every time. He's Mm -hmm. just like, he wants to be around and he wants to be normal too. And, you know, it's just such a hard thing to watch somebody having their five minutes of freedom. And then they get reeled right back in. I feel bad for, for Pat's mom. That's another character that kind of sticks with me, too, because she's torn between her husband and her son. She just wants everybody to be be happy and Mm -hmm. doesn't really know how to handle these situations. You don't know how to handle these things when your son comes out of a mental institution for being bipolar. Like, what do you do? And just her trying to hold on to everything for dear life. Like, everything is just written so well. Um, I have to give it a five also.
0: Yeah, let's oh, do the fiesta. Come on
2: Brennan, make it a fiesta.
1: Fiesta. Yes. There Here
0: you go. Woo! Um, we need this... the
1: mariachi <laughs> band like music going on now. I know.
0: I, I yeah, I will I'll get I've been saying that forever, but we'll get something in there. Um this this <laughs> Is, the characters in this are just snapping and crackling like they are all th- one of the best scenes is when they're like at, every once in a while like all the main characters will be in the house and when they're all together like that especially when like uh, Jennifer Lawrence tells off Robert De Niro Think when he calls her bad luck and then she explains that oh she's that actually, was so
1: good it's so
0: good and then they they they, they then they start teaming up on the, the other guy they bet against like there's, there's a couple of scenes Randy. yeah Randy every once in a while all <laughs> of the main characters will be in the the same place at the same time and it's just explosive fun it's so good uh, this is one of the few films to get the uh, the like, not trifecta, the quad quadfecta, I don't know the correct name for it, but uh, a film where all four Academy Awards for acting uh, were achieved, by, or uh, nominated by, uh, in a picture. So Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence were both up for actor and actress, Jennifer Lawrence won, uh, Robert Niro for Best Supporting Actor, and uh, I don't want to say undeservingly, but uh, Jackie Weaver, the wife, was also up for Best Supporting Actress. Um... A little surprising just because she has so much less to do than those other characters, but uh, I was looking at um, films that have had all four of the acting uh, nominations, and in the past, let's see, 39 years, this is one of only two movies, and the other movie was the very next year. Any ideas what it was?
1: Not a yeah,
0: clue. No, next year, next year, American Hustle had the same four nominations, all for uh, for acting, oh, uh, wow. which was also written written and directed by yeah. uh, David O. Russell. So. He uh, he had a good couple years there with uh, with the critics. It's also for Best Picture, Director, Screenplay, Film Editing. So yeah, this was a successful uh, piece across the board. And yeah, our character interactions. They. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know how much more I can really add. I mean, it's it's. I don't think I would really change much of anything with the characters. The plot. If I could make the plot a little more structured, I guess, or have uh, or get going a little quicker. Um, it would be it would be hard to change a thing, but uh, yeah, the characters are all well drawn. Even some of our background characters, like uh, the brother Jake and, and Chris Tucker's Danny, who just pops in and out. You know, a lot of a lot of good side characters here. To and s-
2: even the therapist. Yeah, the, I mean, oh, when they run to the therapist oh, yeah, at the game, yeah, that's so the good.
0: That is so good. He's so good. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> the group with the giant group of like Indian guys comes out of that bus, and they all they're all hanging out together. <laughs> you know, also leading to the, the that fight that uh, that Pat finds himself in. You know, always keeping that tension going. Uh, I think, I think we've, we've talked about these characters, uh, visual and sound, like I just said, this was up for film editing, uh, but any other things to talk about here? I'll go back to you, Nicole. What do you think of the visual and sound?
2: No, it just feels like so accurate of what somebody's, what year, do you, do we know what year this like is set in?
0: Um, it, let me get back to it's you on not,
2: that. I can't, probably a couple years. You said like.
0: It's based off a book and the book was written in 2008, but yeah. I don't remember if, because the whole, well, the, the, the whole big that, thing about this is Deshaun Jackson's rookie season. I don't remember when that was. I, I think it was around there. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, the whole reason I bring that up is because it's so accurate how they have the household that, um, that he lives in. It's like stuck in the 70s, it looks like, but that's what people's houses around here look like. It's old. It's from, you know, it's, it's, the, the interior hasn't changed in the 40, wallpaper <laughs> 50 yep. years exactly they've got all their little eagles trinkets and you know the their shag rug and it's all so accurate i just love it yeah, to that, death. Ribing, it that living that living
0: room uh, kitchen combo i'm like oh i've definitely been in a lot of like parents houses around here oh that yeah just, that's exactly that's what, what they look like that's
2: what my grandparents house looked like you know what i mean <laughs> it's just it just really hit home for me and i enjoyed that very much um I liked everything about this. I liked the music that's used in this, that how, how the thought. So found it so interesting that the Stevie wonder song that was his wedding song was becoming so triggering for him, you know, and mm-hmm. he has all these at lashing out accidents when this song's on. And yet when Tiffany's dancing with him, they choose a Stevie wonder song. And I'm like, this is just a brilliant idea. Like, yes, let's have, let's, rehabilitate rehabil, rehabilitate him jesus <laughs> rehabilitate um, yeah with another stevie wonder song it just makes so much sense to me and i love it i think it's just a smart choice that they use to show you know dreariness of this broken marriage to this wonderful blooming relationship yes you can get over that song and that was the one thing that stuck out most to me so i i think it's great uh i'll, I'll give it a four
0: what
1: do you think, Jess? What stuck out, most to me, was a little bit more shallow than Nicole's, but it's just Bradley Cooper running with the trash bag. Uh, oh, he always <laughs> has the trash I don't bag, know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to forget that. I don't know why that's stuck in my head, but I just love <laughs> him so running ridiculous. with the trash bag. <laughs> Especially that scene where his dad was like, why are you in a trash bag? He's like, to sweat, Dad. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, that's like my biggest vigil is him running with the trash bag. I, I just love it. Um I also I think we talked we talked talk about this, but how they shot Philadelphia, like even all the scenes leading up to the stadium, the neighborhoods, um, that's oh, yeah. all really well done. And uh, the uh the last scene where they're at the what is it, the hotel where they're doing their dance competition. The bar room scene, I yeah. love Yeah, so I love how they uh switch the camera to every couple and they look like they should be on dancing with the stars and have like the sequence <laughs> dresses or hair yep. done, like all the dancing shoes and panning on each of those couples, and then looking at Jennifer Lawrence to Bradley Cooper, who just. <laughs> what she? What was she even wearing? Didn't like Britney Spears wear that outfit before? It was mid-drift. like the white leggings yeah, with the know. mid, yeah, the mid shirt, the long sleeve white shirt. I'm pretty sure Britney Spears wore that.
0: <laughs> I like how, yeah, the two of them are in basically just like kind of regular, not regularish clothes, but like kind of regular like workout dancing clothes, and everyone else, yeah, has the sequins and they do the, the, <laughs> little, the little like hand flippy stuff when they're moving around. Like they all look like pros, and they're just kind of like, eh, you're just kind of going through here. Well,
2: they did say that they weren't going in to to win. They were just going in to do it for her so mm-hmm. yeah I mean until the bet came around, <laughs> until
1: the bet um, came around yeah. and then I-, I also liked watching them dance during the rehearsals we never saw the whole thing together so I was like is this kind of like jazz or is this kind of like ballady or is it like hip-hop like what are they really going for in their dance and when you see their dance it's like it's all of them it's every genre of dancing like all different kinds of music um it's totally different than everyone else but i love the originality in them and um just watching them move together was really good you could tell bradley cooper was like really concentrated on it i'm sure he's probably not the best dancer um i don't know in in (laughs) true life but they, it was it was really fun to watch. So I think I'll also give it a four.
0: Yeah, they, Lawrence and Cooper both had no di- dance experience prior to this. So in less than a month, they were trained by a choreographer who works on So You Think You Can Dance. So they had uh, basically a month crash course to get up to speed. That's um, pretty cool. But yeah, I like the song theme going through. Uh, every time, like, he has a couple of fits where he yeah, throws shit and, like, it does a good job of kind of, like, uh, either flashing back and forth between things or cutting through time so that when he accidentally hits somebody or you see him do something he didn't realize him doing, I feel like we're along with him. Like, we are also, like, kind of confused about what's happening, like, when he goes into these kind of blind rages. I like that she also has her, her own shit, like, when she throws all the shit in the, in the diner. Um, this also does a good job. I don't know how much of it's shot in Philadelphia, but it definitely has a good job of looking like Philadelphia uh, and the surrounding area. I even
2: told you, like, that, that diner that they go to, I used to Drive past that on my work route, so it is in the area. Yeah, I don't know how much of
0: this was filmed <laughs> awesome. here, and if all, if all of it or just parts of it. I mean, some of it had to be because some of the exterior shots are very clearly, you know, in you know where the Eagle Stadium is and all that stuff. So I don't know. I don't know what percentage of it was filmed here, but they did a great job of making it look authentic. Not everyone, not everyone always gets that right. Um, the dance scene at the end, yeah, I like how everyone else is so professional, and when they go on, they don't make them look too good. They do look a little awkward. Um, I don't know if. they they would have actually got to a five, considering everyone else got like seven and a half. So, I mean, I, I, it's a little bit of a yeah. suspension of disbelief there because there's that—that
1: this- that was kind of annoying because they the plot was so predictable. And in real life, they definitely would have gotten a three or below. So also a little that conf- was one thing that was kind of like, eh.
0: Did I miss something as to why she was the only one invited without a partner and not as a professional dancer? Um, was she? Oh, she was supposed to do it with her husband originally. Is that right? Before he died? Because we don't know if we really talked no, about that. No, he
2: wasn't going to do it with her. I think anybody who paid could do it
0: interesting so everyone else was just professionals trying to like get notice and she just wanted to do yeah. it okay that's fine uh yeah i was a little uh, that that's another part of the plot where i'm like yeah, i understand the dance thing had to be like the thing that I got and you know it's also a part of a parlay two-way bet uh between you know the eagles and the cowboys game which you know if you're around here you know cowboys no it's that's a no-no that's a big uh you don't uh...
2: <laughs> jess oh i just want to ask her real quick did you when you say that this film is predictable did you foresee that Tiffany wrote that letter to him?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I knew oh, she okay. didn't give the first one to. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys uh, both thought
0: that immediately. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm impressed by his re- ma- fairly mature reaction. Like I thought he was gonna freak out and that was gonna be a whole big thing, but uh, he, he almost like I think he because a- he
2: does love her. You could tell that he loved her, and he was like, maybe he's starting to, you know, calm down and realize he that she was just trying to protect him.
0: It almost broke his crazy a little bit. I think he said that in the last letter that instead of making him even like go even completely off the rails, it kind of almost sobered him up a little bit, um, which is you know it's it's an interesting choice to do that. And then he also you know he runs into uh, what's her name? Uh, his, his Nikki is at the thing at the at the thing at the end, unbeknownst to to Tiffany, she didn't think Nikki was going to actually be there, even though that was the plan. Yeah, to get could him you there.
1: ever see them as a couple like Nikki and Pat together? <laughs> Like, when uh, I saw it, I was like, that's Nicky." I can never even see them sitting next to each other.
0: <laughs> I don't know. We're not given, you know, much time, like, barely any time with them together. So, I mean, maybe their chemistry would have worked just like you wouldn't put Peg, uh, Bradley Cooper, and Jennifer Lawrence together. They're obviously, like, what, 15 years apart in age. Like, they're pretty far apart in age. But, um, yeah, I, th- I th- uh, visually, uh, I think this movie's Exceed, uh, succeeds more than uh, the average movie of its sort. And uh, yeah, I'm at like a four. I think we're a oh, solid fours there. So uh, the uh, yeah, the ending here, we kind of already talked about it. After um, after the Giants beat the Eagles and uh, and uh, Pat Sr. thinks they've lost all all his money to start his restaurant.
2: Oh, you know what else too? <laughs> what? Jess, were you... When they got the 5.0, were you fucking cheering? (laughs) Because I was like, yes! Oh my god! I was so excited! I just had to laugh because one of the I meant to to say this in our uh, in our visual and sounds, but just the fact that everybody else in the audience was like, oh man! And then. His whole group just erupted <laughs> and so excited. I was like, this is so fucking great. Like, uh, I love this Even the this announcer part. is
0: like, what? why are they so excited about a five? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, was
1: so good. I, I think my reaction was a little annoyed because I saw it coming, uh. especially when... <laughs> The first three judges gave him like a 4, 7, 4, 8, 4, 9. I'm like, wow, that one judge is going to give him like a 5, 3. and The exactly, mean exactly judge. The, what one they who wanted. Was,
0: the one who was lower on everyone else.
1: Oh. That's when it was like, this is so predictable. Um, I kind of wish I lost just so it would... I don't know. Adds to the pot a little bit more.
0: I don't even know what Pat Senior would have done if they had lost. Like they, they were basically <laughs> betting their lives. <laughs> like I don't even understand. But uh, no, that's it's, uh So yeah, the the it's the two way bet after after he the Giants uh, beat the Eagles earlier. It's the Eagles have to beat the Cowboys by one and a half. Uh, originally it was a ten point line, but you know they, there was that whole uh, bet argument and that uh, Tiffany and Pat have to score uh, five points or higher. Parlay. They have to hit the parlay. Who? Uh, who? Poor Doctor Patel. Someone explain to me what this parlay is. I don't know why he's also there with the family, but whatever. I mean, I guess. I guess. I guess because after the fight, I guess cause after the fight at the stadium, everyone came back, including the doctor. But so. yeah. Uh, you know, the, today they're bro- brothers in green. So uh, anyway, he they they yes they win the bet barely by hitting exactly five, and the family's happy. And uh, Pat goes and sees Nikki and talks to her. We we hear the beginning of their conversation, but then he's whispering in her ear, and we don't hear exactly what uh, he's saying. Tiffany, in a huff, leaves, uh, and then he leaves and chases after her and hands her a letter uh, in which he you know admits to us, the audience, we we're now. 100% sure that uh, that uh, she wrote the letters, or she not wrote the letter. Uh, she wrote the letter originally coming back from Nikki, uh, and uh, and Pat found out a week ago. And uh, this new letter is for her, uh, saying he loved her. And they uh, they they do that uh, kind of eh, it's a little tropey at this point. But the shot where they spin around them while they kiss, and the it's in the street, and like you can see everything around there. Like that's the part. That's the kind of stuff that I notice where I'm like, hey, that's a little. little tropey but uh they cut to the the future and um uh senior has opened up his restaurant with the money uh danny grows closer to the family uh chris tucker's character he's now hanging out with the mom in the kitchen learning how to make brujul uh and pat and tiffany have begun a relationship and they are no longer wearing their old wedding rings so they've moved on so good for them that's the end of this movie uh back to you jess what's the resonance of feel
1: um, I think I'm always going to remember this movie. I didn't th- think it would be so much of a rom-com than it actually was. Yeah. I guess I didn't really know what it would be. But after watching them, I'm like, wow, this is a total rom-com. Two people have the same experience. They get together. One's not over the ex. One has a crush on them the entire time. At the very end, they realize they're meant for each other. And then they have live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Pretty much what happens, yeah. <laughs>
0: With a, with a lot yeah, of typical- interesting plot shit to make us get there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's...
1: Typical rom-com. Um, <laughs> but if it wasn't for just the re- very good language or the good writing in here, um, I would just write it off and just say it's just like every other movie. But because of that, it just it adds to it and it just makes it so good. Um, I'm definitely going to remember this. And, I'll honestly, I'll probably watch it again. Um, hmm. So I'm, I'm going to give it a four.
0: What do you think?
2: Yeah, I agree. I really agree with that. Um, I didn't know what this was about either. I did know it was a Philadelphia-based movie since, you know, living here. um, Always heard about it, as Jess said, in the beginning of this. It's always something that's become like a part of our of our culture really because it's got so many Eagles references in it. It's got so many family ties and family is such a huge thing in this part of the country. You know, we see generations and generations of people living in the same houses and then the same areas. Um, so I think that the, logistics of this movie really are accurate and they really hold true to the, this part of the country seeing someone with mental illness and having them try to reintroduce themselves back into society after eight and a half months. Seeing that his mother's love of getting him out, you know, taking him out before he was supposed to go, you know, it's a hard decision to make for people. Like, do I do, really take him out before he's completed? Or do I feel like I just want him to be here with me? You know, that's, I'm sure that that's a huge thing in a lot of people's minds when that kind of thing happens. But for him to come back and deal with his, with his emotions and deal with his illness in the way that he does is very interesting to watch and to have him find somebody like tiffany to be by his side when she's dealing with something very similar um i love the story i love them i love those two together and i think everything really works together and even if it is predictable i don't mind it in this usually i do i'm like mm-hmm. Ugh. but this one i don't mind it because i just feel a connection to it so i really enjoyed it too i'm gonna give it a four also
0: yeah, this is like a pretty solid like 4-star movie for me, like kind of across the board with the the elevated acting piece of it all. Um it's it's just really solid. It's not it's not like a it doesn't have like a special spark for me where I would rush to rewatch this if it like came across my plate again. I would absolutely be fine with watching it again um it doesn't have like a special rewatch factor though I mean there's a couple of scenes I really like that I'd watch again but as a whole um it's not quite like that uh you know it's got it's got a lot of special ties you know I really like this director I like most of these actors uh and you know it's Philadelphia area so it's got all kinds of special stuff for me uh and it should be a, a, because of that it should uh be stickier to me this should be like a really top end list movie and it's not it's not quite that it's just a really solid strong effort um so I'm I'm out of four as well. Uh, I would revisit certain scenes, uh, and uh, it's a, it's a solid movie, um, but uh, it's it does lack a certain specialness that I would like it to have a little more of. That I think uh, I think a couple of his other movies, I, I really hook onto some certain things, uh, but it's technically maybe his best or second best movie. All of
2: his movies kind of feel the same, like themes or the same way that it's written with like a little bit of like sparkiness to the
1: to the writing
2: well like
0: uh like
1: what's an example of something else
0: so like american hustle has bigger than life awesome characters and uh that is also another it's 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 very similar it's got family drama in it it's got uh a kind of some messy plotting to get our characters where they need to go Same, i mean they're all like that fighter messy family stuff but the uh the, the whole thing is like uh, that's like a uh, down as like Boxer in Boston the one I really relate to the most is I Heart Huckabees which I think is probably his worst movie that I've seen like as a movie but I just the things in that that stick out to me I remember it so much more and I like the there's some more zaniness in there um I think, uh, especially his later movies, this this fits along because fi- this Fighter and American House all came out in the same couple of years, so and they're often considered his best like three movies. Um, but uh, I, I I sometimes like his a couple of his older ones where it's a little not as crisp, not as good as a movie technically. But uh, I don't know, I remember more from some of those some of those more raw. Uh, creations but uh i recommend all, pretty much everything i've ever seen of them uh it's, it's all it's all good stuff to some degree uh so we're we're at the end here somewhat of a shorter one but i think it's just because like we all kind of agree like i don't think there's a lot of there's a lot of dispute in here between us all so uh uh nicole would you recommend silver linings playbook yeah
2: i would i really like this i think a lot of people would like it
0: <laughs> nicole you are
2: nicole i am nicole jess <laughs>
1: Um, No, I really enjoyed it. Um, I would recommend it, and I think anyone I would recommend it to already watched it. Um, I'm sure all our listeners, if you watch it, if you see this episode, you'll probably watch it again for at least your second watch because I think most people already have seen it. Um, But it's it's really it's fun. It's it's a rom com. It's family drama. um, It'll make you laugh, and it's it's a little unique. Besides all their basic parts, if that makes sense. Um, it has some individuality to it, so I think it's great.
0: Yeah, I, I will recommend this as well. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's another solid entry in his already strong filmography. There's a few left I haven't seen. I have not seen Three Kings, and I have not seen Spanking the Monkey, his first movie. So. And Joy. <laughs> I also did not see Joy, but uh, I have heard, heard great things he about He uses...
2: Jennifer Lawrence quite
0: often. Yeah, J- uh, Jennifer Lawrence is an American hustle and, and she's the lead in joy. Uh, he also made a movie called Accidental Love, and I'm reading it, it. says he's the uncredited writer and director, and it says in the notes he's credited as Stephen Green and he has disowned the film. So I'm curious what that is because that must be a terrible movie if he disowned it. So uh, I might, <laughs> might have to go find Accidental Love somewhere. But uh, yeah, three pretty solid recommends for Silver lining's playbook. I uh, know it wasn't the the uh most the, the longest episode of the most uh, in-depth stuff because i think we all just kind of like the same kind of things about it i think we all i think we all do we all give it pretty much the same grade i think i might have been a little lower on yeah, the plot and that's much. about it like i think
1: uh i, I think i copied nicole with everything like i just copied her <laughs> homework i'm like yeah what she said
0: yeah change your answers a little <laughs> bit and then you change none of the answers um <laughs> no it's uh yeah solid i don't think we have much more to harp on so go check out silver linings if you have any interests on netflix uh and that will bring us to the end of this episode coming up we need more listener suggestions I got a few more emails but again it, it, please i know don't, I don't, it's homework but check check to make sure it's streaming somewhere major because I got a couple suggestions for things that are not streaming somewhere major um, so you know if it's on Netflix Amazon Prime Hulu or Disney Plus for free included with those uh, regular Hulu not Hulu live TV just regular Hulu uh, if it's on any of those four we will probably get around to it because theaters are not quite there yet a lot of us are going into the, the easing back into uh things being open but theaters are not quite there so if you have anything to recommend to us films with the women in my life on facebook you can reach out to me on instagram i am brennan underscore pod host Uh, mama k is at films women pod on twitter she runs our twitter and if you want any other suggestions questions or comments email the show films with the women at gmail.com Thanks, guys, for being on.
1: Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thank you. Until
0: next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies.
2: Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore pod host on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at women at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole Telesio This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.